Philip Wegman from inside Washington, D.C. Good afternoon to you, sir. <laughs> Good afternoon, Pat. We had, we had, um, we've, we've had enough problems with phone lines lately, but yesterday uh, the utility company went down Maples Road and they were replacing all of the power poles. So for about four hours, maybe five hours, they cut off all the power to the station. And well, and thankfully we have a very large generator outside, but it has to keep five different stations on the air. So we were on the air, but there was a lot we didn't have. Most of our lights, our TVs were off. I couldn't bring my computer screens up. Uh, it was just, it was it was like flying blind, which you know. Um, yeah, I went home last night and I told Kim. I said I hope the show sounded okay, and I think she said, "No, you sounded great." And I'm like, "Yeah, but it, without it, it's like we were flying by, blind and we couldn't do anything." And she goes, like I said, it sounded just like always. Uh, so <laughs> you're not uh, you're not married, are you, Philip? No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, well, well, hang on, your day's coming, my friend. So I saw this article by you, and this is something that I brought up a couple of weeks ago, not with you, but just on the air, that I thought the Republicans were going to go this way. Talk to me about what it is that the House GOP, what they're promising to do with regards to oversight and aid to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So up until this point, the spigot has been fully open when it comes not just to military aid to Ukraine, but also financial aid, things like humanitarian assistance and financial support to keep the lights on in that country. I mean, we're, we were kind of an ATM, right? Uh, you know, per perhaps. Um, you know, the, I asked the White House about this last week, and John Kirby, the president's national spokesperson for national security, he told me that as of yet, they have not seen any misuse of funds or misuse of military equipment. The numbers here, it's almost like there's a political law of big numbers, and that's that some money has to, at some point, um, you know, go missing. There's got to be some sort of waste, fraud, or abuse. That's the expectation of House <laughs> Republicans, because we've already sent over $27.5 billion in military assistance, another $10 billion in humanitarian aid, and then $15 billion in financial support. House Republicans tell me they're going to go through all of that with a fine-tooth comb. Because, because, and they go through it how? Okay, are they going to go back? And, and this is where I'm going to show you my, na my, my naivete, okay? I'm almost 69 years of age, Philip. You're far younger than me. I know nothing, okay? Um, but it, it, in there trying to make uh, accounting for what's happened, are there agencies that they're going to go to in the government that's going to say, on this date, we sent this much, on this date, we sent this much, and get all that? And then are they going to ask for somebody on the ground in Ukraine to say, when that money came in, here's what it bought, and this is what happened? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're learning all of this in real time, right? Uh, something that Kirby noted from the podium of the White House is, this is also a fog of war situation. Yeah. Things naturally happen uh, not according to plan when you are trying to support an ally uh, that the enemy is trying to, um, you know, more or less, decapitate. And so when it comes to um, security assistance, the Department of State, they're the ones who are working with Ukrainians to make certain that everything uh, down to, you know, the individual uh, striker vehicle or the, the bullets themselves 
are going to the guys that need them. I spoke with Senator Angus King, who recently returned from a trip uh, to Ukraine. He's an independent from Maine. He said that he was very impressed. Uh, But when it comes to economic assistance, a lot of that goes through uh, the World Bank. Um, The United States works with the World Bank to ensure that money gets to where it's supposed to go. Uh, And so it's that, um, you know, it's that institution. I've been told by the administration and also by uh, Senator Angus King that uh, the World Bank is actually employing uh, Deloitte, uh, one of these big uh, accounting firms, to ensure you know, that that money is being used the way that it's supposed to. Then when it comes to humanitarian aid, um, that's, uh, that's a partnership through USAID and the UN uh, to ensure that, you know, those funds are directed appropriately. What's, what's interesting about all of this, though, is while all of us wish the Ukrainians nothing but the best, this is a former Eastern Bloc country. Right. And before the invasion of Ukraine uh, by the Russians, it was pretty easy to look at the way that Kiev handled business. And you would look at some of these international rankings of countries by transparency and by good government metrics. And they ranked ranked, uh, towards the bottom. Yeah, they were not as pure as the wind-driven snow. (laughs) Not not at all. And, um, you know, Zelensky, uh, the, the current president there, he ran... Um, for office on a promise to clean up corruption. And now the question the House Republicans have is when all of these dollars are awash in Ukraine, we know that the temptation is there. How do we make certain that all of these um, processes and guardrails that the administration has set up are sufficient? Are are you getting any kind of a feel from... um the people that you talk to on, on, on the White House grounds or other people in, I, I mean, is this a serious push here by the Republicans? Are, are they genuinely serious? Is this just thumping their chest so they can say it on TV or in the paper? Or is this a true, real uh, desire from them, a need from them, if you would, that we need to find out what it is that's going on here? Do you think it's real? It's a good question, um, because we saw Kevin McCarthy ahead of the midterms say that Ukrainians were not going to get a blank check, that the administration couldn't prioritize Ukraine over different domestic priorities. We're going to find out if there actually is an appetite to go line by line and ensure the taxpayer money isn't being wasted, because as Republicans do this, Democrats are going to be more than eager uh, to say, look, there's no evidence of graft so far. And this oversight, um, that smacks of being opposed to these Ukrainian freedom fighters. That's going to be the argument and that's going to be the pressure that guys like James Homer, um, who's the new House Oversight chairman, he's going to you know, have to take those slings and arrows. He told me he was really frank when I talked to him. He said that you know, just like government spending, there's always the opportunity for waste, fraud, and abuse. I mean, we, we see this in our country all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, there's going to be an uptick when it comes to oversight, given that we've sent billions of U.S. taxpayer dollars overseas. Do you think, um, I mean, because when you're talking about these billions, see, in my view, Philip, here is part of the problem. 
we see Ukraine now. Once Ukraine had split away from the Soviet Union, we didn't really know they were there. I mean, they're there, but we don't really know they're there. Like right now, almost nobody can tell you what goes on in Poland, okay? We're just, it's, it's just not front and center for us. Our first, our first glimpse of President Zelensky is not what he has been, but what he has been in the last year. He's the guy down in the bunker wearing wearing the you know all the camouflage jackets and all that and standing up as bombs are flying overhead and they're they're sitting there saying uh, you know oh man this guy is brave and strong and all that well he was also part of the corruption before that and 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 I'll give him a break you know when you see your your home being blown to smithereens by Vladimir Putin because he loves you so much and wants you to come back into the fold. It's kind of hard to take, but I, I don't really know. Uh, do you get where I'm going with this? Yeah, it comes with the territory that some of these officials would be corrupt. And there have been allegations that have been raised against the Zelensky administration. Just last week, he had to fire a number of his top yeah. uh, aides, uh, I believe his chief of staff, over allegations of corruption. And, um, you know, Senator Angus King, I spoke with him. He's, he's, not, um, you know, he's not exactly a conservative, but he told me that in his meetings with Zelensky, he was very straightforward. And he said, uh, I think the, the direct quote um, was that uh, a scandal would really screw things up. Yeah. And, I, and I think that gets to the heart of this. Uh, Americans hate bullies. And they're not happy to see Putin uh, invade another country. But at the same time, Americans don't like getting played. And so if there is ever any evidence uh, that anyone in that administration sought to make a quick buck instead of, you know, repelling the Russian invaders, I think Americans will get rightfully frustrated with that. Um, And so that's why, uh, from what we've seen thus far, Zelensky has taken uh, corruption pretty seriously. But again, we're talking um, about tens of billions of dollars, yeah. and uh, Republicans are going, to, are going to want to know um, where, where every dollar went. Well, plus, corruption, as viewed in the U.S., might not be the same as corruption viewed in, in Eastern Europe. Very true. Um, you know, we're, we're blessed in this country that, you know, uh, we don't have to um, go to officials at the DMV and let them, you know, a, a few hundred bucks to get our, our paperwork in order. We don't have to, you know, grease the palms of, um, you know, government bureaucrats to, to make things move faster. I'm not saying that, um, you know, there, there isn't uh, corruption, but it certainly is not to the extent uh, of some of these other countries overseas. And I, I think that culturally, um, where we would uh, recoil at, at, at some uh, of, uh, you know, this greasing of palms. You know, maybe that's more um, commonplace uh, overseas. But the thing is, uh, you know, Republicans are, are going to demand some responsibility be taken here. And um, it, it looks like the Biden administration, they're serious about uh, ensuring that, you know, there's not some... Um, there's not some uh, crony over there in Ukraine who um, is diminishing the war effort yeah. and just uh, getting rich. Yeah. No, we've got enough cronies over here. Um, 
Uh, but, but Philip, l- let me ask you this. We've only got about a minute and a half left, but I'm just curious. I know that you said in your article uh, that Angus King, who's this independent senator from Maine, that he was over there on an unannounced trip. Did he and his staff go alone? Were there other senators with them? Yeah, he was He was joined by, um, I believe it was a small delegation. I don't have uh, the exact names uh, in front of me currently, but we have seen a number of American officials uh, go over to Ukraine and get a sense of things on the ground. Yeah, which, which I'm all for. I think that's a good thing to do. And, uh, and we're going to see if, if potentially President Biden uh, makes a trip uh, to Europe on the, the anniversary of the, uh, the invasion. We'll have to see, though, um, you know, just today, Boris Johnson was on Capitol Hill telling Republicans that there was no threat of escalation, um, despite the, the, the many weapons and dollars that we send over there. And that's not a, a message that I think that fiscal conservatives are necessarily um, willing to swallow without yeah. some serious concessions. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, to see Angus over there, Angus King, when he, when he said, do I dare say this? Uh, say what? Well, he says he didn't want to create an incident, so he takes a deep breath, and he says to Zelensky, Mr. President, a scandal will really screw this thing up. And his initial takeaway is he thinks Zelensky kind of got what he said. Yeah, only time will tell. But I think that there are some taxpayers who probably thought, wait a minute, uh, we've been footing the bill for some time. How dare you say that? You better say that. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. Philip. Thank you so very much. A terrific article, by the way. Uh, grabbed my attention right out of the box, and uh, I hung in there for the whole thing, which is pretty good for me. But uh, I appreciate yeah. very much you coming on, giving us a little more insight to that. I look forward to you every Tuesday for the lovely Mrs. Miller. You're the highlight of the week of my program, and I appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pat. Podcasts by Federated Media.